Hello and welcome to One Thing Queer. My name is Jenny Baton and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Kelsey Wren and my pronouns are she, her. We're so quiffy today. I know. Look at us. I know. Sounding professional. <laughs> I mean, we're almost at a year. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> you killed it. No, we're not professional anymore. Y'all love it. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, but I was like, I was smiling right now when you intro because I'm like, eh, I haven't seen you in so long. I know, friend. We've, We've been, been busy. Dude. <sighs> Busy, busy, busy. You've yeah. been extra busy. I know. But yeah. Eh. yeah. A lot going on. You got your brother next to us <laughs> I know, right he's now. In the room next in the, to us. In the room next to us. He's probably got his headphones on, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was testing it last night to make sure we rec- could record here. And he was about to go to bed. I'm like, can you just like click on your keyboard so to, to see if I can hear it in the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Does he have one of those like mechanical ones? Yeah. It's, it's like the top of the line gamer oh yeah whatever mm-hmm. and i was like i can't hear anything i was like okay and he was like do i stop clicking <laughs> like, <laughs> stop clicking thank you for doing that yeah. quality control i had a check <laughs> quality control yeah equates that, to cap yeah i mean eh. yeah <laughs> how's your week been friend it's good it's been busy um busy and then we had the live so oh we did that was busy too which was fun though it was fun it was it actually gave us our idea for this episode yeah we'll get to that in a second mm-hmm. um yeah been busy and then i went to like a friend's uh surprise not surprise a regular birthday party she knew about it i went to a friend's birthday party uh, my dad was in town finishing up his house because they sold it very nice those the new people moved in today which is monday actually like how does that feel i'm fine i no, i mean sorry out there sorry mom i hate that house so yeah. i'm like good goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> never passing by you I, again i really don't like that house i actually had like a weird like i don't know i don't know what it was now but i had like a weird like entity uh thing happened there mm-hmm. and like the energy was like i always hated the energy so mm-hmm. i was like I, there was a time i was really scared wow this is a it's a longer story but I, it scared me so bad that i started staying at bernie's house after wow i would not spend the night there again and my mom's like thanks i live here <laughs> <laughs> thanks for leaving me behind yeah i'm like sorry but i can't it was in my room i can't i can't stay in here anymore so Dang. yeah i was like bye was this like when was this how old were you oh a 19 something oh, okay. like that so it was after high school it was after high school and like okay. him and i had already like i don't know been together for yeah been together for a since while second grade <laughs> no, <laughs> basically <kidding>. basically <laughs> i mean basically i kid i kid um um but yeah and i was like nope not staying here anymore i actually had him come get me that night because i was like i can't sleep here it was like two or three in the morning or something or midnight or something yeah and i was like come get me <laughs> that's crazy yeah i was terrified Holy um boy. yeah so bye house bye house <laughs> Moving on to better things. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> you 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 did like the little. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's recoup, friend. I can't. I can't. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> you you made me my little soundboard. Uh, graph yes, yes i did so no more <laughs> no more trying to find it everyone yes so if i fuck up <laughs> that is totally on purpose <laughs> got it you're gonna do it on purpose now <laughs> no yes. i would never yeah but um that was my week oh we had the um 
the full moon, full yes. moon in Scorpio, blood moon, lunar eclipse. What did you do? <laughs> uh, we sat outside and watched it come up over the hill, and it was the oh coolest thing. That's so sick. It was great. Bernie smoked cigars, because that's what he does sometimes. Fancy. Yeah, and like we just lit candles, and it was really, really witchy. That's so cool, It friend. was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And hung out in the bar, because it was like, obviously... We opened up the garage and, yeah. and watched it. It was cool. That's so cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I don't know. I made moon water. Same. And I charged my crystals, cleansed Same. them, charged them. Same. I, I kept hearing that you're not supposed to, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I did it. I heard that too, but we've been fine during this energy. Like the yeah. only difference in this like mercury. I know or like a last episode or the episode that's about to come out. It, like We're like, watch out yeah. <laughs> for this energy. But I'm like. I'm fine, actually. Yeah. I'm actually, like, pretty okay. Him and I did, like, a mental health check-in. I'm like, how are you feeling? Because he's a Scorpio moon, and he's like, I'm good. That's <laughs> like, good. He's like, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, me too. And I think it's partly because he's good that I'm good. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like, we're good. I'm just tired. But that's from, I think, just from working and stuff. Yeah. So what did you do last week? Um, I went to a friend's um, surprise birthday party, which was mm. really, really fun. Had a lot of fun. Um, I've been compressed to the bone. Um, <laughs> so um, I am wearing compression gloves. Mm-hmm. You thought they were a fashion statement. <laughs> I did. I was like, ooh, look at you. <laughs> and Yeah, no, I'm I'm in pain. My oh. hands have been like bugging me for like what? It's been like a week and a half. Kind of, yeah. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it got really bad on Saturday. I worked a Saturday. And, I mean, I've been doing makeup for... 10 years 10 11 years so Mm -hmm. i feel like it's starting to like affect my hands (laughs) just like carrying a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. and like i do feel it sometimes like when i'm carrying a lot of heavy stuff i do feel like nerve like tingles and stuff like that so i'm like i need to take care of my hands because i need them yeah um so i'm wearing compression gloves and i also wear compression (laughs) socks and i was telling you earlier i'm like i just need a whole fucking compression outfit it's like like a like a compression gimp suit (laughs) exactly (laughs) I'm really at that point. I'm like, I'm literally falling apart. I need fabric to hold me together. <laughs> I so, mean, that's, that's a mood a mood vibe. <laughs> I mean, I'm down if it makes me feel alive. It'll like compress everything. It'll yeah. Suck you in in all the places. The skims what? Like, no. None of that. So that's happening. We'd have to like zip you into a suit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then the only part of my body that is not going <laughs> to have proper circulation is my face. Compression mask. All your blood's going to rush to your face. Wow, this is the whole thing. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> well, I'm sorry your hands are... It's okay, friend. You don't take any pain pills or nothing? No. No. Oh. I don't like taking I know. pain medicine. Yeah. Um, I'm very holistic. My mom gave me like a, a Arnica mm-hmm. thing, so oh. hopefully that works. Not even like Tiger Bomb or anything? It's kind of like Tiger Ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, mm. it's it's supposed to, like, help inflammation. Oh. I feel like it's also, like, carpal tunnel from, oh. like, driving. I mm. mean, I've spent 11 years driving, yeah. like, very far all, all the time. So, I feel like it's starting to affect me. Yeah. Ooh. But other than that, <laughs> I'm good. Cool. I'm very, very happy. I'm still on the search for a place. Yeah. I'm going to go see a place tomorrow, so we shall see. Mm-hmm. Fingers um, crossed. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> well, not right now with my <laughs> compression gloves. Gotcha. <laughs> Figurative. <laughs> Figurative. Fingers crossed. Yes. I'm dead. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been too long. <laughs> I guess that ends our... Show me the shit.
That button says shooting the shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's what it was meant for. Yeah. All, All right. right. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking boundaries. So before we start on this topic, we do want to do a little content warning for you all. Mm. We will be discussing um, like traumas and also uh, sexual assaults. Mm -hmm. Um, So if that is by any means triggering for you, uh, it's okay if you don't want to listen to the episode. I just want to make sure that whoever listens to this isn't being triggered or Mm -hmm. like brings up any emotions so Mm -hmm. feel free to go check out the rest of our episodes yep skip and listen to the next one Mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah yeah um so yeah this i think this idea kind of came up from the live we were actually having a good conversation with everybody talking about like family boundaries Mm -hmm. and boundaries in relationships and um yeah there was a lot of we were talking about family Mm kind of stuff i think during that and it was I don't know. I don't really have, like, usually I research things. <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of flowing. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I guess to, to piggyback off of that, or I'll explain what we were talking about. We were just talking about the boundaries of um, sometimes family is difficult, and uh, you have to, like, I guess for, personally for Bernie and I, we always have that idea of, like, getting in trouble for not going to, like, family parties, mm-hmm. but, like, the the amount of anxiety we have going to those parties because they're difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, we don't always get along with the people that are there. And that's the hard part is that we're, everybody's, we're always expected to get along with our family because it's your family and, you know, it's your family you're supposed to. And yeah. But that's not always the case. And there's, like, a lot of times where I always think of that, too. Like, it's kind of something I learned in, in uh, therapy, actually, is because I was, t- I was telling him, like, you know, it gives me a lot of anxiety going there, especially when in the recent years when the like political climate of us talking about stuff, you know, I don't, I don't really want to hear their their crap opinions, basically, mm-hmm. you know, it's triggering. I don't want to hear that stuff, you know, um, because a lot of what they think pertains to me or my friends and I don't like that. And uh, I had told I had told my therapist, you know, but I feel like I'm going to get in trouble if I don't go. And he's like, who? he's like, you're <laughs> you're 30 years old. Who's going to get you in trouble? I'm like, I don't know. And he kind of expressed that, like, like they're our family, but like we don't have to make ourselves go through that. We can put the boundary up and say, you know, this isn't really like serve me and mm-hmm. it's not good for me to go here. And like like I would have like literal stomach aches going to like family parties sometimes yeah, because I knew it was going to be like a problem and I don't want to deal with it. And th- I guess the point of that is, is that like we always say, well, family, but like if it's family, then why do they do this to me? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, why do I feel this way? We don't let Bernie and I always like to say, like, I would never let a friend treat me that way. I would never be friends with anybody who treat me, treated me that way. So why? Why, why is tolerated? Exactly. For family. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it has a lot to do with any type of relationship in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think family is such a hard one because it's like society and also like growing up in your beliefs. You're so so much there's so much force in everything and trying to like maintain a relationship but if any relationship in your life is literally triggering you to feel anxiety or to feel negative emotions or if you feel like you're in you're in a situation or you have a friendship or a relationship with family member that is one-sided and and they're draining you Mm -hmm. that is that is something you have to listen to and you have to listen to your body because you will get those symptoms like physically as well so i feel like 
in that sense, um, that's where boundaries kind of come about. And I feel like boundaries for me kind of started with therapy. Mm-hmm. And Same. <laughs> too. Like it, it was thinking of putting myself first mm-hmm. for once. Yeah, therapy was the same for mine because I would explain to him like, you know, this is what's going on and how do I deal with this kind of? Because like I had mentioned before, he was more um, like anxiety based, mm-hmm. but I would like, but I feel this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he would be like, well, let, let's talk about that. Like what brings that up? And I said, well, you know, it, it would be this or family or the interactions that I have with family members. And it's it's frustrating because like, you know, uh, oh, that's it. The one-sided, the one, that's what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> yeah. The one-sided thing is that like, I've had experiences where like somebody wants to just, you know, give you everything that's in their head with no reciprocation and you don't get to express yourself any either Mm -hmm. and it's could be draining or it's also not only draining but it's just like okay like there's nothing like what am I supposed to do with this kind of like you feel (laughs) and you feel used yeah yes that's a great way to put Mm -hmm. it because you're like okay I listen to you you feel better but now I I have all of your like muck exactly and I'm like just (laughs) (laughs) I'm just sitting here with this and like I need to go like release it all now because you just pawned it off on me basically. Mm-hmm. That's that's I think where there's a boundary that can be placed there, you know, if you're able to talk about it. Sometimes I think the boundary is just you um you quit communication. Like yeah. that's your boundary. Is, yeah. is no explaining or anything like that. Yeah. Depending on who it is, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely relate to that because there have been people in my life where where I feel a sense of responsibility where it's really not my responsibility yeah. to heal anybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm an energy healer, but I also have a boundary in even my own practice. Yeah. You know, like I'm there to do a service. And even in friendships, like you have to have the, those boundaries for yourself and then also be conscious of not doing that to someone. Yeah. Um, because nobody owes you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you know, be battling mental issues, you know, a mental illness, but that's nobody's responsibility responsibility Mm -hmm. and I know it can be hard being on the other side I know it's been very hard for me to be on the other side of like having people in my life that are going through issues mentally and I can't really resolve them because I have so much on my plate already yeah and I'm dealing with my own mental issues Mm -hmm. and I I am just not responsible to nurture that i already take care of like another human being yeah i cannot be the end all be all for everyone i have to be that for myself first and foremost or if i'm gonna engage in a friendship or a relationship of some sort or with my family or whoever it may be I, I needed to get, be a give and take relationship. Mm-hmm. I cannot have a relationship with someone or a friendship with someone and it just be one sided and it just be kind of like a dark, gray cloud running around with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I've taken it so seriously to protect my energy. That's been a big focal point in the past year and a half for me to really, really protect my energy because when you when you have empath tendencies like you just absorb everything and you're very sensitive to everything Mm -hmm. so a form of self-love is protecting and building those boundaries for yourself yeah i was gonna say even with your business you're prepped to receive that energy when Mm -hmm. you're gonna do a session for somebody Mm -hmm. that's completely different than somebody uh you know i guess dumping like randomly on you i guess it's a completely different scenario so even if you are a healer 
it's a different it's <laughs> you've a, prepped and you've mm-hmm. protected and you've been ready to go you're ready to receive that basically yeah so. and it's also not my responsibility as a healer to continuously carry all of that mm-hmm. like all, all the time oh like, yeah i like People have to understand, like, you know, you go to therapy mm-hmm. and yeah, you can like touch base with your your therapist, you know, when you need to and all of that, but not like on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And there are boundaries along that, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a um, there's just different ways to go about it. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely like the I, I don't know. It's hard. To, I know that it's hard to be aware of yourself in that moment when you are you just need to get it out of your system. It's hard to be aware of the other person that you're basically like giving all of your, I'm going to say muck, muck to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, it's important to be kind of aware and be, that's another part of boundaries is you respect other people's boundaries in that way as mm-hmm. well. And kind of, I don't know, the whole like check-in process, like, oh, like, or like also there's like a right time, right place thingy, you mm-hmm. know, like, but like the check-in process of like, you know, hey, I have something I want to talk to you about or something like that. And mm-hmm. like, wait till they're like ready to receive that kind of information. Because mm-hmm. some people, it may be really triggering for them. And it may be like, I know sometimes people make fun of like trigger, trigger, warning, trigger warnings, but I appreciate them because there's sometimes where I'm like, I'm having a great day. For, for someone like me, sometimes like one little thing will set off my entire day mm-hmm. and I cannot bounce back yeah. no matter how hard I try. Some, I've been better about it lately, but like I can understand if somebody has like a specific trauma that they hear, hearing that, I mean, it just, you know, it it's messes with your whole day and with your mental health basically. So you have to, I think on the other end, you have to be careful of what you're putting out there and what you're telling people also and know that it's um okay for that to be received by the other person basically yeah yeah and you're not crossing their boundary there are resources out there for a reason and if something isn't working for you and we touched on this in the mental health episode if something's not working for you then move on to something Mm -hmm. else to see if it helps because especially if you're if you're battling a mental illness that is really intense Mm -hmm. you have you you have to want to get better um and and in doing so like trying to find the resources nobody can solve your issues for you nobody can heal you yes there's a difference between people being there for you and people um temporarily fixing the problem for Mm -hmm. you um and you have to truly just want to get better and i know it can be very difficult to get to that point Mm -hmm. um because i've i've been there but if something isn't working for you move on to something else Mm -hmm. uh try something else try a different thing i know it's easier said than done but reach out to a professional is and there are so many resources out there especially nowadays um so i think the the reaching out to a professional is like key because mm-hmm. even we had that conversation with lebec and i mentioned it already once before because i really liked it I, like i'm here to like throw you a life saver but like i all if you're swimming backwards away from it there's mm-hmm. nothing i can do exactly it's like and it's you hear your friends out. We like you always say we hold space for each other. Mm-hmm. But like I know you can't fix my mental health. Yeah. You know I can't fix your mental health. Like we, but we hold space to listen, mm-hmm. and that's different than I think the dumping that can happen basically. Yeah. Uh, or the muck transfer, <laughs> if that makes sense. But the the I really want to emphasize also the um, 
professional help. Like that's what professionals are there for. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times I feel like when people don't know where to go or are too afraid to go to a professional, they try friends and friends don't know what to do. Yeah, we're not professionals. Yeah, <laughs> friends don't know what to say to help. So in turn, it's sometimes it's almost like you're making a little, not that you're making it worse, but kind of like mm-hmm. you are because it's a, you're seeking answers from the wrong resources. Exactly. And that could in turn make it worse make for it you worse. and make you feel more hopeless. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's it's hard. It's definitely hard. Like I said, it's uh, the only reason I knew how to reach out is because I watched somebody else reach out mm-hmm. and it's hard and it's hard to make that call because I've also made that call multiple, multiple times before actually like but going through with it and not hanging up Mm -hmm. um but it's the same thing you have to want to you also as the receiver of those kinds of conversations you feel a little helpless yourself because like how do i supposed to help you and you're not you know most people aren't bad people they want to help but Mm -hmm. we just don't know how how to help (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) like it i think the difference and something our friendship has taught me Mm -hmm. when i was going through a difficult time and you held that space for me like you know, you did hold that space for me. And there's still been like a lot of, you know, after that, like, I still had to go through a lot of stuff. But I, I, I had my own boundaries for myself Mm -hmm. into like what I were was to tell you, you know, because I also didn't want to like, trauma Mm -hmm. dump on you or like, Mm -hmm. overwhelm you with my shit, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's not fair. And um, I think that's what's important. And it's such a heavy it's such a heavy thing i guess we touched on like the friendship aspect yeah that's the friendship and i mean yeah i think i know you're not coming from a place of just wanting to dump all over me it's Mm -hmm. just your genuine feelings and you need an ear and here's the space Mm -hmm. here's your ear it's not like i'm constantly like (laughs) (laughs) but even if you were even if you were it's for us it's a genuine like response it's exchange and you listen when i'm having a hard time Mm -hmm. you you know we we do that for each other but i also we both or i think we both know we cannot fix it for mm-hmm. each other yeah like <laughs> and you always tell me that yeah you're like like whenever there, there's a challenge you're like and i know the solution yeah, but like you I, gotta fig- figure it out on your own and that's so that honestly inspires me to work on it mm-hmm. because you're right yeah. like it is on me yeah, I like can't, I, sorry nobody as much as i want to i can't I know. well because there's nobody nobody's responsible to fix your problems yeah Nobody, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely nobody. Mm-hmm. Like nobody can fix you. Nobody can fix anything. Mm-hmm. You have to want. To, first of all, you have to want to fix it, mm-hmm. and second of all, you have to fix it. Mm-hmm. In I, some also, way. I also feel like our exchanges, if we do get that, I don't know if I'm gonna speak for myself. They're not draining. No, I don't think no. it's different because it's not coming from a place of just you. Ju- you just wanting to vent, it, or mm-hmm. it's not coming from a place of me <sighs> trying to like. Or, or you, from you yes yeah it's you're not trying to take my energy you just want to be heard or mm-hmm. either to vent or just let out and i think that's where it comes from that's the difference yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i don't know so that's our friendship i guess and mm-hmm. family i guess is family's difficult man and it's it's i don't know because i used to be super close when i was a kid we were all semi-close but at least what i thought we were when we were kids but growing up like you know we kind of grow apart and things happen and um, you start to look back at experiences and you're kind of like, wait a second, like we weren't as close as I thought. We were just, we were just related, you know? Yeah. And it's like kind of sad to kind of think, but it's also like, um, actually a family member had told me that like, cause I always, that guilty part of you of not going to the party, mm-hmm. you have that thing where you're like, oh, well I feel bad, but like, how come 
they never feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like you feel guilty about that and you feel guilty for like mm, setting kinda, boundaries. Yes. Yeah, it's hard. You feel guilty for like missing out or for making them miss out on you. Mm-hmm. But that is. Yes. It. That's it. And it's like, but I don't want to be, I don't want to subject myself to this just because I'm, I feel bad about it. And that's another boundary is that you can't, um, that was advice from a professional. Like, it's not your fault that they're missing out on you. It's their fault because they won't change their behavior to allow you to come around. Exactly. And like, that was something really hard to learn too. Like, Mm -hmm. but once it clicked, it clicked. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess, (laughs) I guess so. It's kind of a, kind of that thing I was saying, I I posted on my Instagram a while ago that was kind of like, um, there is no, sh- like, there's no should. We shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't be doing that. It just is. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that situation with a fresh pair of eyes or from a different perspective, and like, this is, is just the situation. Like, mm-hmm. it should be better because we're related, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. And you go forward from there. Yeah. 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 I feel the same way. I mm-hmm. think for me, the biggest boundaries I've had to learn um, is with my dad. Uh, I feel like coming from a family coming from like the situations that I grew up with I was always kind of the the pillared or the the middle ground for the (laughs) the rockiness I guess around my parents relationship it was always like tell your mom this tell your dad that um and I was always like the one kind of like taking in like Mm -hmm. all this like energy that they had like all this negative energy that they had for each other and I was just trying to fix it and I remember being a kid and I'm like like this is all my fault if I wasn't born like me as a kid I look back thinking about how I was a literal child and I was thinking I'm like wow like if I wasn't here this wouldn't be happening Mm -hmm. and I'm like like fuck like if I wasn't born like we would have saved our like I would think those things Mm -hmm. as a kid Mm -hmm. and um and it can be very overwhelming for a child to to be in that place and obviously that kind of led to like you know my adulthood I I am still kind of dealing with like um, breaking the pattern of like wanting to fix everything mm-hmm. and wanting to um, solve everybody's issues because mm-hmm. that's what I know. That's yeah. w- that's what I've grown up doing, mm-hmm. and so that is so- something that I'm in the process of learning. And in doing so, I've set a lot of boundaries. I've you know I've been very cautious of how I spend my time and who I spend my time with. I have a lot of. Um, a lot of things I need to be very strong about my boundaries with. Um, but primarily it has been my dad, my Mm -hmm. dad, um, you know, I take care of him. So it's also been a very hard situation because my dad's mine and my dad's relationship has always been kind of tumultuous. Um, like growing up, it was very difficult. Like I, him and I stopped talking for like three, like three times. And, and then when I the last time I decided to like give our relationship a shot, I I did set like small boundaries. I was like, okay, you're not not I guess not small boundaries, but <laughs> but like they, it was like the first boundaries I started to mm-hmm. put down. I was like, you're not gonna talk to me the way you talked down to me my whole life. You're mm-hmm. not like you have to respect me the way I'm respecting you. Simply because you're my parent doesn't mean you could disrespect me or mm-hmm. talk down to me because I'm an adult now, um, and I do not tolerate that. Um, and so in doing so. 
I've found so much more peace in my life in setting those boundaries. And it still, like, slips up here and there. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not as bad as it used to be. But um, now I'm working on, like, my dad tends to call me a lot. (laughs) And I literally, like, set myself, like, a a limit as Mm -hmm. to how many times a day I will pick up the phone when Mm -hmm. he calls. That's good. Because... It, it's really at that point where, like, he would call me so much that every time, like, his ringtone would come on, it would, like, trigger me. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it was like my, I felt like my inner child be- being, like, scared. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't, like, a bad thing, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, it's triggering. So I started listening to that part of my body. I started listening to that part of my soul of, like, okay, like, this isn't serving me. You know, th- these feelings shouldn't be the feelings I feel every time my dad calls me. Mm-hmm. So I've set small boundaries in that sense. And one of the biggest boundaries I decided to to move forward with was moving Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm in the midst of moving and I sat down and I spoke to him and I'm like you know there's uh, I've reached a point in my life where I feel like because I have taken on this responsibility of taking care of you I have to um, kind of put my career in the back burner I've, I've felt that way and I'm not like living in LA where that is where you know the opportunities lie and so I need to sub- fully submerge myself into that if I want to get anywhere in life. Mm-hmm. Um, which, not to say that I'm not, but I like I I want to be more successful. And so he 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 surprised me when I when I did have this conversation with him because he was all for it mm-hmm. because I I explained to him the reasoning behind it, and that has been probably like the biggest biggest step I've taken. So. Good for you. Yeah. I'm very happy about that. Good job. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thanks, friend. <laughs> yeah. I went on a whole no, thing. Just, I, I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah. And then, like, mom stuff. I mean, just with everyone in my fam- family. <coughs> Like, just setting boundaries in the sense of, like, respecting my sexuality. Like, I'm not going to apologize for it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be myself. And, you know, I think everybody around me or in my life has kind of understood that I'm not apologizing for who I am. Yeah. It kind of made me think when you were talking about, um, like, fixing problems. So, like, that's actually a boundary I've had to learn with Bernie is that, like, there's a lot of times I want to fix. And I listen to fix. And he's, like, recently... Um, with his uh, dive into astrology (laughs) has become more in tune with his emotions, which is great. And uh, so he had expressed that like, hey, I just need you to listen. I don't need you to fix. So I've been working on it and he's noticed and he's like, oh, like I can tell you're working. I'm like, it's really hard for me to not just want to fix this for you because I obviously care about him the most. And it's like, it kills me not to be able to fix these problems. Like, trust me, it kills me not to be able to fix problems for people. But like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So that's a boundary that he set up that said, he just said, you know, I just want you to listen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm working on it. And like, that's a boundary that we have. We, we you know, um, we talk about those a lot in different aspects of life, obviously. And, you know, like, I, I think it's because we're not married. So we always always talk about like a lot of people like, oh, once you get married, it changes. Once you get married, it changes. And him and I personally have always hated that mm-hmm. um, expression because it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It should just be like 
now you're legally binded together. <laughs> I, I don't understand that concept. Like when people say it changes, I'm like, yeah, well, there's, it's a piece of paper. Well, I, I think so too. And I'm like, well, because I feel like a lot of people might take it as a way to control you. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, I don't ever want to control him and he doesn't want to control me. We're very like you do, Equal. you don't do what you don't want to do and vice versa. Like, or you do what you want to do. Like, you know, with um, within, as long as no one's getting hurt, like that's what... We, you know, that's our boundary. Like, yeah. I love that. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, but I, I know because I, I, like, I hear people say, like, oh, kind of like goals and like, you know, you like our relationship, which I appreciate. But I want to know that I want to tell people that it took a long time to get here. Like, we've always been good. It's like great now, but it took a lot of communication to get to this point to be able to express our feelings of, hey, I don't like this bound. I don't like this you know, it took a long time to get there. So I don't like, you're seeing us now, everyone's seeing us now, they didn't see us for for the last 16 years, Mm -hmm. which it was, I mean, we've always been nice and respectful. And like, even with that, like, I could like, there's some times where I like, I I get excited or I raise my voice or something. I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, (laughs) I totally didn't mean to raise my voice at you because it's really rude. Like, sorry, like that's the (laughs) level of respect because I'm like, sorry. (laughs) like, Oops. (laughs) And like, he'll do the same thing. Like if he's excited, like we don't cuss at each other. We don't like call obviously call each other names. Like that's our boundary. Like I don't I've seen that growing up. I've seen, you know, siblings relationships where they cuss at each other and they call each other names. And I'm like, I don't I just don't understand how you that's the person you love. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense it to us. It doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> yeah, so that's a huge boundary. I have it's too. a huge one too. Like mm-hmm. we also like uh, I I mean a little dive in. We don't like touch each other's like face like mm-hmm. cuz I, I we both kind of feel like it's like disrespectful. disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So um or like put your feet on each other like things like that like mm-hmm. or like poking and prodding like mm-hmm. you know like some people like to like tease and tickle yeah and like that's a boundary we both have where it's like that's not like i know it's weird but like that's we both know not to do that yeah <laughs> so like that's kind of you know but it took a long time to like talk to the you know talk about those things but i think that's the difference is we both wanted to talk about them and work it out i guess yeah. um not that any of that is like super deal breaky but it is if you can't respect that boundary afterwards Mm -hmm. for sure yeah i think with relationships like my biggest biggest boundary whenever i'm in a relationship for sure is respect Mm -hmm. (laughs) and respect comes in all different forms but i think respecting in the sense of not calling each other names (laughs) and cussing at each other which sounds ridiculous that you have to say that out loud right yeah it's crazy because i mean a lot of relationships do consist of that Yeah, if that's your dynamic and that's not a boundary for you that's fine but i just don't i can't get on board with it yeah i can't can't. yeah because it fits your person like you don't i don't know like that should be the person you respect the most Mm -hmm. in my opinion so yeah for me it's definitely been that it's basically all of like the things that i grew up with mm-hmm. are boundaries i set now yeah um so it's the cussing it's mm-hmm. the yelling mm-hmm. it's the physical mm-hmm. like no violence like i yeah. do not tolerate that i've seen it too growing up to where even the poking and who i saw poking and prodding each other like you know like you know we just poke each other like pinch each other stuff like that mm-hmm. who i saw i was like in my head as a kid i'm like that's a abusive like i don't i really don't want that for me like not that we had i i almost really didn't have to say a lot of those things because he also like 
grew up seeing stuff like that and like I just don't I can't imagine calling you a name like mm-hmm. I, you know I even if I cuss around him I'm like oh sorry even if it wasn't at him <laughs> I'm like because like, we just have that much respect like mm-hmm. that's you know like I'll get excited and I'll tell a story and I'm like yeah like okay I'm like I'm getting crazy now like let me <laughs> let me chill like when I'm like on the podcast and I'm like fuck <laughs> you know because I'm like oh because he would never do that to me so yeah that's that's our boundary but I think also too like even in like boundaries of like you know there's boundaries of like when you're being intimate Mm -hmm. I think like even in the past of like making people learn that like or making past relationships learn that like no means no Mm -hmm. those kinds of things and like no doesn't mean convince me Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean ask me again yeah it means no um those are boundaries that have definitely have had unfortunately as AFAB people, we mm-hmm. have to set those and learn those and sometimes have those not respected. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. really... It's tough. really sad. Yeah. yeah. And since we're on this topic, yeah, I definitely have had a lot of that before coming out and being in hetero relationships. Um, one, one of... Uh, <laughs> this is where, like, the sexual assault comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I was 21, I believe, and I was, like, in a relationship, committed relationship, and it was the person, like, I had, like, lost my virginity to, and, um, and a boundary was definitely crossed, and, um, I won't get too in-depth with it, but essentially, like, this person very much, uh, abused me, and I was definitely, I felt very used, and obviously, like, when you're that age, you're, you know, you think you're in love, or, mm-hmm. you know, you decide to be vulnerable with a certain person. Um, as an AFAB person, you feel obligated to please, and that's, like, what society kind of paints for us, mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah. in pleasing men, uh, and, you know, it didn't really hit me honestly, until the Me Too movement started coming about, I was like thinking about it. And I'm like, all, all these people are coming forward with sexual assault stories. And at first I was like, I don't think that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I really reflected. And I think the reason I thought it didn't happen to me was because I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how is it sexual assault if I'm in a relationship with someone? But essentially this person, did rape me and it was something that it hit me once I realized it Mm -hmm. and um yeah I I think it's something that a lot of AFAB people have to battle with unfortunately with setting those boundaries especially in relationships it could be really really tricky Mm -hmm. especially if you're young and you know naive and like you are you're very vulnerable so you know, especially yeah. if you're dating someone that's older, this person was four years older than me. So um, it could be very, uh, very intense. And um, I know we may have younger listeners. So like if you are if you're ever in a place where you feel like you don't want to do something, just remember that you can get out. Mm-hmm. And if you feel unsafe, try to get help. Um because it's not okay for anybody to pass a boundary you set, no matter who it is, mm-hmm. no matter how in love you are, no matter what. Yeah. Um, nobody has that right. And it can happen in queer relationships as well. It can happen in any type of relationship. So I really want to encourage you to really reflect back and think about 
the things that maybe you've, you know, uh, let pass or, or maybe didn't realize that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that was actually sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing, friend. <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> since starting the podcast, I've wanted to touch base on that just because mm-hmm. I think it's important. I think a lot of people go through it. Yeah. And I think we all, a lot of people go through it and they know they have, but we convince ourselves we're not, mm-hmm. we didn't because th- as, uh, like as AFAB and, and women, like we, that's what we're, you know, I, I say, I say the no means no, don't not convince me because, you know, a lot of, I don't know, the, a lot of people are taught to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say like, cause uh, there's a, there's like kind of a lot of times where, I see, you know, we see stories in the news or whatever. Like I watch a lot of YouTube and there's a lot of celebrity kind of gossip and people will come forward with stories and mm-hmm. other people will say like, you know, um, well, like what am I supposed to ask for consent? Like in the middle of it? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you asked before. And not only that, like there's a different way, even if you, if it's a one night stand, you don't know this person, like there's a way to tell if they're saying yes or not. Mm-hmm. If it's not an enthusiastic yes Mm -hmm. then it's a no because some people freeze and they can't say no Mm -hmm. and it's i just want to put that out like if it's not an enthusiastic if they're not giving back the same energy that you've got it's a no yeah (laughs) you know like regardless of what they're saying or whether they're not saying anything like that's you know i because a lot of times we'll hear that well they didn't say no well maybe they're you know terrified and maybe they don't want to be hurt further. So a lot of times people, a lot of times people will freeze or they will, um, like they, they won't say it because they're just trying to get out of there and be safe because they're afraid something worth, worse is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make, like, again, not that I feel like we, our listeners would need to hear, but just if you're in the situation, if it's not an enthusiastic yes, mm-hmm. it's a no. Yeah. It's really not that complicated to read somebody. And I don't know about I don't know about y'all, but I think consent is so hot. I think like when I I don't know <laughs> from my queer relationship experience, I feel like uh, asking questions like, yeah. "Is this okay? Yeah. Like, does this feel okay? Like all of that. Like to me, that's hot. Like when someone's asking me that. Yeah. Like I think that. That makes me even more like, you know. Well, you want to know if you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's okay. Like, you have to ask questions. You yeah. have to, like, learn. Like, yeah. you can't just, like, you know, you have to ask questions and see how they're doing mentally. If you have to, like, you know, do a little roundup beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I say, like, even it. if it's like a one night stand, like, it's, you may not know them, you may not know their body language, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I mean, wouldn't you want to know? <laughs> like, yeah. wouldn't you want to hear, like, yeah, I'm into this? Like, yeah. or like, even if you don't hear it verbally, if they're, like I said, if they're bringing the same energy, that's your guess. Mm-hmm. Like, listen to their body. Yeah. Like, yeah. listen, you know, I just don't like when, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's there. They don't, I was going to say, I, I, I don't see how people can't understand that, but I guess they don't really care about whether it's a yes or no. They just want to take what they want to take. So, yeah that is neither here nor there but that's a um yeah that's a really important boundary to set up also which Mm -hmm. it's understandable if it's hard to do that though because it's scary and sometimes you just want to grit your teeth and get out of it basically Mm -hmm. and being alive is most important and you know surviving is most important in those situations i would think um but if it's somewhere where you can get out of there 
safely. Yes. Yes. Do it. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And don't be afraid to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Vocalize everything you're feeling and express yourself Mm -hmm. because it could really save you a lot of, you know, future hardship. Yeah. And like, don't be afraid to talk in your relationships about boundaries. Like Mm -hmm. we, him and I basically have a philosophy too. I think I've said it before um to you personally is just like sometimes we'll talk about like you know like the pictures that come with the house Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're all like kind of like nudie pictures or like butt pictures like i don't know and like i remember one time um he was with a friend and the friend was like oh like shut up like they were there we watch a lot of pole dancing (laughs) that's just on the tv (laughs) my company does that like we sell clothes to pole dancers it's not really like a taboo for me at all like yeah we sell we sell to pole dancers and strippers like it's really it's i see it all the time i like go to the photo shoots they're around me all the time it's an art form yes i don't even if it wasn't i don't care it's not my business you do you so we we watch it it's there it's in the bar and i remember that he said that his friend was like oh like she's coming put it away and he was like like she knows one and two like if this were to like cause a problem for us then we're not very strong are we yeah i'm like yeah like because my boundary is i don't care about that like it doesn't bother me that you watch that because i we watch it together (laughs) so like shocker (laughs) shocker It's terrible. I'm gonna say I was telling Bernie about this episode, and he put he he said heavy one. It's a heavy one, and I was, but it made me laugh because I love that sound. But yeah, that's our thing too. Is like that's we know our boundaries because we talk about them, and like little things like that don't tear us apart because we've talked about it. Like we communicate, it's, we communicate. I I love. I was just telling another person this. I love good communication. Mm-hmm. I almost can't thrive without good communication. Agreed. Same. Yeah, I can't. If you can't communicate with me, it's very hard for me to continue a relationship, friendship, anything. I need to hear – I need to feel like I'm heard Mm -hmm. and I need to hear you. Yep. And, like, I want to hear – I want to hear, like, the – you know, I want to hear what you're thinking. (laughs) Yeah. I feel that. I mean, that's why I think we communicate through voice text. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we've been thriving since. Not a written text in sight. No. Barely. If it's like late and he's trying to sleep, I'm like, okay, let me write this out. So I'm not like saying a voice message. Especially because I'm so lazy when it comes to emojis mm. now. <laughs> that I'm like, I I probably sound so like monotone sometimes. No, <laughs> I try to use exclamation marks. <laughs> Got it. But yeah, that's, I don't know. I guess there's different kind of boundaries, I guess. Um, the important thing is to set them. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, very good. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's important. Communication. Communi- like, oh, man, we say this all the time. If the, if the majority of people would communicate and get their feelings out and talk to somebody about their feelings, we'd have a lot better world, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talk about that all the time. Bernie talks about that. He's like, if men would just go talk about their feelings. <laughs> we talked about it on the live. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says it all the time. He's like, if people would just, you know, because he's very empathic and can read people very well. And he's like, I could I could tell you what your story is before you even tell me what you're like. I know what's going on in your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has a theory about me. <laughs> he figured it out with your cancer. Champagne. Mars. <laughs> yeah. You're basically a champagne bottle. That's your camp. cancer Mars. Mm-hmm. We've been very into the Mars sign. We, we yeah. moved a couple weeks ago with Venus. Now it's Mars. The trending. Yeah. I try to figure it out because it, I just, it's interesting because he likes it because it's like, obviously uh, it's, I think we both like it for the same reason where it's like, 
you there's a reason why people do things i'm mm-hmm. fascinated with like why people do what they do mm-hmm. like i would study like world war ii for a lot in high school like a lot that's all i would read about constantly because i just wanted to understand why yeah and like it fascinated me so the astrology is another <laughs> yeah another uh, I mean, aspect it's, it's a science yeah. in my head. Yeah. You know, yeah. science of the stars mm-hmm. and the reasoning behind everything. Definitely. But yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know. Do you have anything <laughs> else? To- <laughs> I know. We're on in the same. We are on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's it. I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like also too, like in communicating boundaries is like you also have to know when to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks to say that, but there's sometimes like that people one won't respect that or they don't want to listen Mm -hmm. and you have to know when to cut your losses yeah i think because i've had that experience too with a family member that like there's a lot of times where he just wants to vent and i'm like but i also want to tell you about my life Mm -hmm. like i i want to talk to you and like so like we've left whatever uh, situation we're in and i'm like cool i know like you don't know anything about me Mm -hmm. And that's not a two, like, I have a need to be understood. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's not a two-way street. So now I'm, again, stuck with your muck. And, like, I didn't even get to tell you anything about my life or even good experiences. Yeah. You know? So I, it's hard, though. It's hard because, again, family. Especially when it's family. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I, I go through that with my dad yeah. as well. And yeah. Same. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, multiple times I've told him, like, every time you call, it's, like, a one-sided conversation yeah it's like la 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 it's mm-hmm. never like hi how are you yeah like how are you they doing? talk at you they talk at you mm-hmm. not with you yeah. and <laughs> and i have a lot of relationships in my life like that mm-hmm. you know with family and friends and yeah. and it's it can be it can be really like sad too like i it makes me sad sometimes because yeah. i'm like i wish i could connect with you but you're just draining me. You're not, yeah. you're not, it's not a give and take. And yeah. that's what it is. It's like, it's not that I want to get everything from you. Mm-hmm. It's that I want to exchange energy. Mm-hmm. I want you to care I about. Want, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want you to like care to ask how, yeah. how it's going. Uh, like, I think that's the surface level too, is like, I want you to care to ask more. Like, you can ask how, how's work? How's that? Like, yeah. that's to me, that's like, like, nothing drains me more than talking about that though. Like, yeah. I don't want to talk about the weather i want to talk about like hey do you what do you think about this like yeah. i want to talk about that stuff yeah like same so brain stimulation yeah it's just mm-hmm. really hard to have those it's not that, a lot of people yeah mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that like we're born into people who don't want to have those conversations and mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of one-sided and i don't know it's it's i don't know it's old people stuck in their ways sometimes and it's yeah. frustrating yeah and it's okay. Mm-hmm. I know it can be hard, but it's okay to cut people off. Yeah. If it's affecting your mental health, if it's affecting your state of mind mm-hmm. or your energy mm-hmm. and you feel drained around people, listen to your body because your body will tell you mm-hmm. exactly what those people's intentions are. Definitely. And I know it can be a very hard step to release those people. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important, too. I always think about it. I'll bring it back to Billie Eilish because I've said it before. But that line in her song in Happier Than Ever where she's like, I'd never treat me this shitty. Mm -hmm. You have to like, that's your boundary. How are you going to treat yourself and make everybody rise to that level? And if they're not ready to be at that same level, like you treat me how I would treat me. Mm -hmm. Like 
that's how you know we're some even even in that we're our own biggest critics yep. so if they're worse than that yeah you know that's, that's your that's your your sign that's your boundary i think so um yeah i don't know yeah yeah you cool. can do it out there you could do it <laughs> we we are uh let's see <laughs> i'm like let's see mm, i don't know which one to push now sorry mm, why are you sorry i don't know <laughs> I, don't know. I just wanted i just wanted to push a button i saw <laughs> that that's literally how i feel i'm like brain fart yeah gotcha it's been a long week or start of the week yeah last week was a long week yeah last week was a long week, a long week. But yeah yeah i yeah. guess that's our boundary episode yeah. i'm sure it won't be the first or the i'm sorry i'm sure it won't be the last i can almost assure you it's the first <laughs> it is definitely the first <laughs> Um, but yeah, if y'all have anything to input or if you want to chat more about boundaries, yeah. hit us up hit and, us up. um, yeah. Do you want to do a card pull for everyone? Yes. Yeah. Of course I do. I love that. I know. It's so much fun. Spirit, is it going to be a boundary yeah. one? Ooh. Oh, that was, oh! I think we got, we got multiple. Oh, it's kind of this. Oh, it's, I think it's the same. Oh, okay. Same as one of them is the same as we've gotten. It's the bat, the shadow. Um, it's the shadow one. Very, very on trend with Mercury retrograde. Yeah, I like it though. I like. I kind of like this one. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I don't like them. I kind of like this one though. <clears throat> um, I won't do the whole thing of shadow since we've already done this one. But this one just basically says um, this card indicates that diving deeper into your shadow at this time will be beneficial. So I mean, oh, that's really good though, actually, because Mercury retrograde and. Um, the full moon is in Scorpio. Scorpio is the sign of transformation. Mm -hmm. It's they they literally transform around them, and I can actually say that because Bernie's a Scorpio moon, and people literally transform around him. Mm -hmm. We joke about it all the time that at his work, people come in shy, and they're uh, by the end of them working with him, like he's pulled them out of their shells, yeah. and they're like who they like different people, or they're like who they like already were, but they're were so shy before. But it's. Yeah. He just has the the gift. I love it. And then the shadow is also like releasing too. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, it reminds me of like the tower card. Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> 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 All right. Um, the other one. Okay. So the other one is dare to dream. Hmm. No dream is too big for you. This card is an invitation to step wildly into your dreams, to visit them often, to ask them what they need from you. Despite what your current circumstances are and no matter how far away you feel from your dreams, Spirit is telling you otherwise. We often neglect our dreams because we do not know how to attain them, but the process of going after them is a collaboration with the universe. If you show up for them, they will show up for you too. That is beautiful. I love that because I always think about that. Like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. How this? Like, don't think about the how. It's just, just do it. Just going to do it. <laughs> so love it. Love it. Yay. Thank you, friend. Yeah, of course. Louder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll do the socials. Socials. Yeah. Please follow us on Instagram. It's one thing queer. And my personal one is Specs Ray X. And my personal one is at Jenny Lynn Bhutan. And if you would like to share your story or if you have an input for any of the episodes that we've done in the past, please email us at one thing queer at gmail.com. Yeah. And give us a follow on TikTok. Uh, yeah. We haven't posted, but again, busy Sorry. busy busy, it's, busy. It's, it takes a lot of time it a does, lot of time dude it takes so much time <laughs> yeah and we gotta get all like in quote cute i mean we're always cute yeah but, you know we have to 
put the effort. Yeah, we gotta put a little extra effort. <laughs> I guess. But that's know. one thing queer podcast on TikTok. Yeah. If you want to follow, but we could do lives on there too if you follow instead of just mm-hmm. the Instagram. I like the Instagram though, but I do too. We could do both. Yeah, we could do both eventually. Yeah. So yeah. But I think the live would help us find more people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Very and cool. We're very grateful for all of you listeners out there. Yes. Um, we had a. Uh, been wanting to do this episode for a long time Mm -hmm. so we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you got some insight from our experiences and hopefully we made you think and uh, remember to hold your boundaries love it all right right. i guess that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode of one thing queer Mm -hmm. and we'll see you again next week sure (laughs) (laughs) bye Bye. graphics by bexuniverse.co Music by Jacody.